What's going on, everyone? This is the Let Them Eat Takes Week 1 preview for college football. Just a production note on the episode, not all of us were able to get to our normal recording stations and use our fancy, fancy microphones. And so the audio is going to be a little little rough at times, but uh, this was a good conversation. We talk about some coaches who probably are on the hot seat this year when they're going to get canned. We're going to give some week one predictions. Uh, some of the games we previewed in this episode have already happened. Uh, if you haven't watched West Virginia Pitt or Penn State Purdue, those are actually really fun games. I recommend going back and watching them or finding the condensed version on YouTube if that's available. But yeah, we had a really good time. We talked about some really fun traditions, some weird stadiums, some uh, some mascots of certain uh, <laughs> historical significance. Anyway, this is Let Them Eat Takes. do it because they pay a lot of money right and it's all like contract work so it's a little weird because it's like short term or not like you know it's like a 10-year job but it's hard to not just be like yeah i'll take 300k and do this random job for a year it's like hard to say no to that but i'm like you guys are wackos i just don't want anything to do with that yeah i used to i used to be an it recruiter and it was tough man because a lot of those contracts are six months and very few of them were a year mm-hmm. uh, it's it's intense, man. So, y'all don't want to contribute to the self-immolation of the human race. <laughs> no, yeah, not, for some reason. Not even if it paid you a shit ton of money. <laughs> I'm all about genocide of the insect race. So, <laughs> well, they're obviously neck. <laughs> Is that what you do these days? Yeah, yeah that's what a, I do these days. Works pest control. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, the insect yeah, race uh, just look, got look, a win Ender against Wiggins. Ender Wiggins over here. <laughs> I was going to say, they tell stories about Kevin. <laughs> Are you the speaker for the dead? Yes. I'm more like the Grim Reaper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> At least to the fine folks of uh, Atlanta and their big McMansions. So. <laughs> hey, tell them, uh, tell them about... Uh, uh, one of your clients. Well, which one? The one that you got to <laughs> oh. sign the baseball. Oh yeah. So Mike Soroka is one of my clients. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, Did you massage and... his Achilles? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> part of the premium tier package at Arrow. Well, I, uh, I asked him, I said, uh, you know, how's, how's recovery going? And he says he feels great. And, uh, so he's, a, he's actually a really cool guy. Um, he's from Canada and he's, you know, hey. yeah. so but he's very like scared of spiders so like when i was i treated he lives in a townhome near the stadium and he's like showing me where all these damn little typical spiders are you know i'm like all right and i was like you know i don't really treat this but you know for you i'll I'll do it so um i got him to sign a uh, baseball for me because my son's birthday is on sunday um and he and I, i i was like look i won't you know, I'm not going to do this, you know, there's just one time 
uh, it'd be great if you would sign this form or something. And he did. It was awesome. So he's a cool dude. But uh, yeah, so you out there just wiping out them Joro spiders? Is that your yeah, job these exactly. days? <laughs> do people complain about those a lot? I imagine they do. Yeah, it's it's like I mean I don't know what the heck you want me to do about spiders. I mean, you can't do anything about that kind no. of spider, right? Because it's all, like an invasive species. I mean, all you can really do is cut away the other bugs that they eat, and hopefully they'll go away that way, you know. So, but yeah, there's not really. We're more focused on killing roaches and ants. So anyway, I can complain about Jorah spiders all I didn't day. Know. You're always spinning a new freaking web outside yeah. the front door. Yeah, well, just shit. moving in, taking all the jobs from hardworking uh, Americans. I was racking my. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was racking my brain to make a great transition from uh, all about killing roaches and ants to talking about Nick Saban. <laughs> I was I like, how a, do I make this Alabama transition? I tried making a joke saying, "Oh, the insect people finally." Got a win. They beat sixty three to ten. <laughs> yeah, Georgia Tech didn't get any wins. Did you? Oh <laughs> uh, no. Well, he's you're of course talking about Vanderbilt. But did you see what the, was it? The quarterback or the running back that the said that, that like, we were coming for you, Bama, or something after the game. Was oh lord. A, yeah. Was that a recent thing or was that an old clip? I'm fairly certain it was after the Hawaii game. I can double check. Oh my gosh, I. In my head, it was a clip from a few years ago. Uh, I really? think it was, I don't know, maybe it was like 2018-ish or something. Y'all might remember there was a year where Vandy won their first couple, two, three games and like looked pretty functional. And then Bama was coming to Vanderbilt after having a kind of off game. And people were actually trying to like kind of hype it up. Like, uh-oh, is Vandy going to upset Bama? Yeah. yeah, then it was like... 60 to nothing typical, or something. Typical Vanderbilt-style football. Yeah. My, so I, my I, wife I, said that uh, this is the first and last time that Vanderbilt will score 63 points this year. So, you know, well, probably Scott, right. yeah. Scott, I have, Scott, I have been fake-newsed. That was from 2017. Ooh. I sit correct. That was close, though. Was that like somebody about to tell me it's a deep year? fake. Somebody memed me on Twitter, and I bit it. I said, this happened after Hawaii, and it, it didn't. I tell you what the biggest deep fake is, is Vanderbilt football. I mean, hell, they ought to be in Division One Double A AA or Triple A if there is such a thing. That is a very deep. <laughs> they could play Sisters of the Poor. Yeah, that's how the old people say. They'd have to spot a couple of touchdowns though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to stay Did in. Did y'all it, watch know? that game? No, I watched like a few minutes of it. But... Watched a little bit, but hey, credit to Vanderbilt for winning a game by a lot. I mean, it's a low bar. Hawaii yeah, is super terrible. They had to go all the way. They had to go all the way out to Hawaii to get a victory. <laughs> so it's As, like we'll just yeah. we'll just do this. It's going to be our bowl game and our victory for the season, all wrapped up in one trip. We'll just knock it out of the way. <laughs> I can't better, wait for the better than going table. to Ireland to give it away. <laughs> yeah. Okay, very very quickly before we preview this weekend, thoughts on how long Scott Frost has a job after Nebraska lost that game? Uh, Ooh, hold on, let me check their schedule. It's not pretty. No, but I'm I mean, say I can, he's. Oh, go ahead. I say that I don't think they're going to fire him after like the first three games or something. So I think he gets to like later in the season into like November or something when they get pounded by like Michigan and Wisconsin in back to back weeks, and then they just pull the plug. Let's see. He gets, the big... he gets a win next week in North Dakota. This upcoming weekend. You don't know that. I mean, I would and, hope. And then Georgia Southern. I mean, look, if they were to Georgia lose Southern one of, can 
Yeah. Yeah. Beat them. If they were to lose one of those games, then all bets are off. And if they were to manage to beat Oklahoma, it maybe it turns true. out Oklahoma's not that good. But, oh. it, you know, at the, at the time, it would look good. That could buy you some buffer. And then they go through the soft part. Indiana, Rutgers, Purdue, Nebraska. They can win some of those games. Illinois, they, they are Nebraska. They is, can is win some North of those Dakota, games. Isn't North Dakota the uh, one uh, Division two title a champion yeah, they're, still? they're an FCS team, so that's probably... That's North Dakota State. Oh, North Dakota State. Oh, okay, this is North yeah. Dakota. Now, I, I think North Dakota is actually a pretty functional Good. team, too. Yeah. Like, it's not... the Jackrabbits, aren't they? There's, or is that they, South Dakota They play State? in the Colonial Athletic Association. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it, it's weird because there's North and South Dakota and the North and South Dakota states, and I think they're oh, all okay. pretty good for yeah. their like level yeah. of football. But <laughs> this isn't the best one. I I think Vandy will win that game by three points. I'm sorry, I misread. They're in the Missouri Valley Conference. They are not in the Athletic Colonial <laughs> Athletic Association. They're in the Missouri Valley. I didn't know that was a conference. I'm not gonna lie. The slightly less problematic. Conference. You heard it here first. We're just going. Now, does Georgia Southern, are they still an option team, triple option team? I think they went back to being a triple option team. So they may have some trouble there, too. And, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. I, I think this it's got to be, I don't know, Nebraska people are so impatient. They're just like, we're. it's like Auburn. We're just dumpster fires. It's like Midwest there, Auburn. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sands <laughs> more, okay, I, it's been making the rounds. So y'all probably saw it. But just in case, did you see the stat about – how Frost could win his next 50 games and he would not have as good of a record as Bo Pelini had when Nebraska fired Pelini. <laughs> that is that's, sad. That's but unbelievable. That's depressing. Right. The wild. Yeah, I had not heard that. That's pretty, that's pretty it, Absolutely insane. And since, and since Bo Pelini, they've, it's almost been like a mini Tennessee thing where everybody they've hired has just sucked and just not been any good. And it's like, you know, I don't know. They're another, think- yeah. I don't think Bo Pelini was that great in Nebraska, but I do remember he like shat on the carpet when they fired him. He was like, you're not going to get more wins out of the next guy. I don't care who you think you're going to. Yeah, well, he, scorched, you he scorched that earth. Like, yeah. Uh, but he, he was wrong. also right, apparently. <laughs> he, was. Yeah, he was right. <laughs> they could do better than him. He basically was like, I don't know who the hell y'all think y'all are. <laughs> I'm looking ahead on their schedule right now. I don't think Scott keeping in theme with the you know playing in Ireland. I don't think Scott Frost's gonna make it. Scott Frost is gonna make it to All Saints Day because they got to go to Oklahoma. <laughs> they got to play Oklahoma. They got to. I mean, they might. Look, they're. I think they're gonna lose to Purdue. They might even lose to. Rutgers. I was thinking I don't know. It, they could pull off some wins in the middle of that schedule, and it could look like things are going okay, and then they could just. Lose to Michigan and Wisconsin by thirty-five points in back-to-back weeks, and then he's toast. But it depends how they play. Yeah, I mean, North Pat Fitzgerald's done some respectable things at Northwestern, but let's not forget they're kind of the Vanderbilt of the Big Ten. Yeah, it's hard to say too, right? Like the Northwestern team, they kind of go back and forth, good year, bad year. If that's like an eight or nine win Northwestern team, you know, then maybe Nebraska for all their stupidity and the way they screw up all the little things, they could still be an okay functional team. It's not impossible, but he doesn't get a whole lot of leash, right? No, and they showed some glimmers. You know, I think Casey Thompson did well in some of his action, and I think Mark Whipple's a good offensive coordinator, but man, just they can't get it together. 
Yeah, and, and on my end, I'm mostly guessing because they stopped showing that game in the second half, so we could watch pre-game <laughs> coverage of a preseason game. No pre-game, pre- <laughs> no pre-season Falcons game. So the Northwestern's actually a decent program. I mean, f- since 2017, here's the record: 2017 they went 10 and three. 18, they were nine and five. 19, obviously, they went three and nine. But in, in 2020, they were seven and two. And then last year, they were three and nine. So yeah, they're they're That's, up and down, but they're yeah. better than Vanderbilt, I think. You know, but that That's you know, true. they have more wins than Vanderbilt. Yes. So <laughs> I'm, but yeah, they are that they're that hoity-toity, you know, Chicago school. That's like you know, I don't know. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to sleep on them for sure. Yeah, but, that's true. As Stephen Godfrey would say, there are a bunch of people who think they're better than you because they got a land grant degree from a cold <laughs> <Yeah>. weather state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's start with previewing this weekend because it's a lot because they got games like every day. I'm going to just go chronologically and I just want to read out a game. Backyard brawl! I just want to read out a game and if y'all have something interesting, say it. If not, just say, I don't know, say something. Thursday, there's football. Uh, yeah. West, Virginia, West Virginia plays Pitt on ESPN, the mothership. Uh, apparently, that's rivalry. I don't know much about it, but apparently, it's that's a, rivalry. It's a huge. It was a huge rivalry uh, before the ACC took Pitt. Um, and I actually knew a guy when I worked at Kennesaw State um, who's a huge West Virginia fan, and it's basically like the city boys versus the country rednecks, and it's huge. Just they, it was a great rivalry. Uh, and they've had some really competitive games over the years, so it should be a fun game to watch. But that's kind of that's what I know of the background. Um, it's it's yeah. huge up there, so it's a serious rivalry. This would be like a you know a Georgia Georgia Tech, a Florida mm-hmm. Florida State, a Clemson South Carolina type you, rivalry. A lot of but hatred Thursday yeah. night, week one to start the season after the rivalry's been on hiatus for a few years. That's going to be – those people will be jacked up for real. Yeah. You you can check the chat there. I put in the quote from Owen Schmidt when West Virginia in 2007 lost to Pitt and cost themselves a, champ, a chance at the national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an all-timer. You want me to read it? We blew it against the bleeping bleep team in the bleeping world. He said of that Pitt squad that finished just 5-7 and seven on the year. Yeah, it, it didn't make it onto the uh, – official television version but uh so they messed up on what could have been a, a shot at the natty oh yeah okay, well, so who hasn't done that there, right <laughs> um, whom's among us whom's among us <laughs> so i'm interested game. by that i'll game. definitely i'll definitely watch that game for sure yeah it's the return of the the promised mustachioed boy mm-hmm. good, the mustache was promised one. yeah jt oh, daniels yeah. jt daniels oh, is right. a west virginia mountaineer that's isn't he? right Let's ride. Recently, recently named. I actually, I actually hope he does good. Hopefully, he won't pull an oblique or cough or you know. Yeah, he he he's healthy. Game. Like holy crap! Yeah, he might, yeah, cough, some... he might cough pre-game, and it's going to be it after that. I hope there's okay. not like some grandson of a cold miner on that West Virginia team. He's been <laughs> waiting for that job his whole life, and finally, yeah. JT Daniels tweaks a ladder something. He lives his best life. I can't play, man. I tore my oblique. <laughs> I used to tell, get Wally this, pipped by some kid with the black. I used to. I think the joke I would tell I would tell Scott last year about J, or really the past years about JT Daniels because I I would watch the Expanse and I don't know if you watch the Expanse at all, but one of the things one of the one of the things they show in that TV show is there's people who was born in low G like they're born in gravity 
or in places where there's no gravity. And anytime they go to like a place with gravity, like Earth, they have to take special medication. Otherwise, their body just starts failing on them because they're not used to the pull of gravity. And I was like, I feel like JT was born in low gravity. Like he's just here on Earth and like just existing. He's like, oh, the body. It's like, has he not been taking his low G meds? He's he's the bubble boy, man. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> give him give him too much oxygen he'll figure out a way well, to be injured if you're not interested in that rivalry you can always watch ball state against tennessee hey central michigan central michigan oklahoma state central michigan They're... beat quote unquote beat oklahoma state a few years ago based on right? i think the refs like screwed up and gave them a fifth down and they scored a touchdown and won it's something real <laughs> stupid like that and oh. then oklahoma state went like 10 and 2 and that game was the difference between them being in the playoffs or not. Um, so I imagine Mike Gundy remembers that from a couple of years ago. So a little, Gundy doesn't forget things. Run it up yeah. on him, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's on He's Fox a man. Sports. He's 50. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how much juice the mullet has on that offense because I promise you that they'll... 21 and a half. Yeah. Hey, yes. Tennessee at Ball State, I'm a little curious to see if Tennessee can hold a crappy team to like a low number of points. If they do, it doesn't like guarantee their defense is good. But the question for them is, is their defense going to have a pulse this season? Like enough to stop people occasionally if their Mm -hmm. offense is really good as expected. So I'm kind of curious to see like, okay, are they holding ball state to 10 or is ball state scoring 24? You know, they're going to win, but yeah. Right. I believe the only other one, Worth mentioning is probably uh, the game on Fox. Penn State plays Purdue. Not that not even ranked, but conference game. Mm-hmm. Conference um, openers are always a little interesting. I'm already on record saying I think Penn State's going to be pretty good this year. So, so I'm a little shocked not to see South Carolina here. Usually, I'm looking for my Thursday night sandstorm. Yeah, the Spurrier special, the yeah. old <laughs> commander. It's not here. Oh well. Okay, is that going to be the name they go for with that stupid rooster? When you put they, it, when you let people asked, vote, that's okay. what you're going to get. <laughs> they asked Spencer Rattler about it, and he's like, "I thought I was already named Cock Commander." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the General Cock Commander. <laughs> oh, the General Commander. Did they the want to General go Cock Commander the... Esquire? <laughs> General Cock Commander Esquire, Brigadier General for these Confederate States of America. <laughs> <laughs> Confederate States of Chicken. Confederate, Confederate States, States of Chicken. chicken. Uh, Eat more cow. Play some sandstorm. <laughs> we don't respect that Kentucky Fried variety since they never left with the honorable Southern States. Instead, they sided with them dishonorable Yanks from up north. <laughs> I heard they wanted to call that, that the original name was supposed to be Sir Big Spur, but they couldn't do it because of legal reasons. Big Spur? Do y'all know anything about that? I think no. his name has been Sir Big Spur for a long time. Oh, it has? Oh. Okay. Maybe it's too gendered and they're trying to step away from that. Mm. Yeah. Do not, do not now, going my, with the primarily my male cock. Uh, okay. anatomy, yeah, was, you know. Don't gender my cock. All right, let's see. Jesus. I've heard, I, have you guys, I like have you guys ever North. been... Have you ever been to a game at South Carolina? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I have not. Has is that rooster crow that they do? Like, is it so? Is it like Clemson where they do the stupid tiger roar? They have a tiger roar over the PA, and it's the most annoying thing yeah. ever. 
Sounds yeah, like the, a drunk Scooby Doo. The chicken noise is worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fat like a drunk Fat Scooby-Doo. tiger, fat, fat, fat. Fat tiger, fat tiger. <laughs> fat tiger? The tiger's fat? Fat tiger, fat tiger, fat, fat, fat. tiger. It's a fat tiger. He needs to run. Well, Clemson does this. If you've probably seen it, they have, whenever they score a touchdown, they have this tiger roar on the PA system. And it does. It's like if Scooby Doo got hammered and just started moaning. This is hilarious, man. Friday night, uh, I don't see worth anything worth mentioning other than maybe TCU plays Colorado. Now, there's a good high school game, Temple at Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a conference game? It might there's be in the future. One. You never know. No, Temple's not the ACC. I don't know why I thought it worked for a second. Syracuse, that's something I'm thinking of. It's an ACC. Uh, Illinois, Indiana? That's a conference yeah. game? It is a conference game. I sit corrected. That is a conference game. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's some real good old fashioned Big Ten. Probably still run, definitely a little bit of eye formation still going on. Some fullbacks are going to be employed. Um, I'm going to watch that. Illinois could be the first team to be 2 0, I think, because they're 1 0. Yeah, they played a game. Um, You watch that? Okay, well, that one's uh, at 8 o'clock, so knock yourself out. Um, TCU Colorado, that. 10 p.m. In case you want to start night. a good Friday night drinking game. I mean, every I mean, time the they mention Gary Patterson. What's the prop bet on TCU? <sighs> I think there should be like double shots if they play one of his awful country songs during the broadcast. <laughs> God. Like, I can't, I wonder how he alienated his players. <laughs> That's a Are finish you? the whole bottle. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, oh, earlier I saw something funny. Do you know that UCF Stadium is called the Bounce House? Yes, <laughs> because the, the bleachers kind of move up and down when people. So move. they just took it and decided this is our name. Submit it. This is it. It's kind of like when they decided they're t- the 2017 national champions. They just kind of do their own thing, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Scott Frost is good. <laughs> that's they the house that George O'Leary built, man. Oh my gosh! Do you remember? Do you remember when UCF beat Georgia in that bowl game? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's been a lot. Gosh, that was a long time. I don't. Yeah. Really we watch all bowl games that aren't. Everybody rough. blamed it on a uh, Aaron Murray wearing gloves. And yeah. He kind of did kind of fiddle with them, and uh, I probably showed that line. Looking back, probably George. There are probably some other reasons that factored into Georgia not winning that game because what they lost what like ten to seven. Yeah, it was a low was, scoring game. Yeah, I was like this is. Unbearable. Yeah, I mean the, the two worst the two worst teams post Ray Goff have been that year's team and Kirby's first team. Those are the two worst teams. Did, did Kirby's did Kirby's first team? Did they lose to? They didn't lose to Vanderbilt, did they? Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Is it Andy Austin? Sure yeah, was Scott it? was at both games, correct, Scott? No, I was not no. at those games. <laughs> that team sucked. That team was bad. Well, you know, now my how the tables have turned, though, you know, I mean, but I got to ask you guys something. This I just saw the new Sports Illustrated cover now. Is is the curse real? You think uh, George is going to have to break the SI curse now that Stetson's on the cover? I don't know what the SI curse is. Can you elaborate? So it's I, I think it's with all sports. If you like before the season starts, if you've been put on the cover, your team has like it doesn't make its expectations or 
you know, something bad happens or, you know. So that did happen uh, with Georgia the last time they were on the Sports Illustrated cover. That would have been the 2008 year. Yeah, when they were preseason number one, right? Yep. Yeah, you're the dog, mm-hmm. it said on the cover. And oh, yep. boy. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was one of those years where it's like, uh, the second or third game of the season, you'd lost like three linemen for the year. And I was like, yeah. hey, guys, this isn't a good sign for uh, the, the depth right. and health of this team. Well, we also, have... Urban Meyer was really freaking pissed about that end zone celebration. He's going to like <laughs> let you know in Jacksonville. And boy, did he. Like, talk about one of the most epic revenge moments in the history of the sport. My goodness. We we did the, the same j- thing. Jokes on him. His daughter doesn't love him. I know. Insert insert yeah. <laughs> insert Thanos meme here. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> uh, we can go ahead and like it's. I, there's nothing else on Friday. Saturday we can skip down to Georgia Oregon at three uh, thirty since you kind of teased it. Um, Oregon number eleven, Georgia number three, in basically a home game, but a major road game for Oregon. Well, Everyone hold on now. We're, I was we're skipping past earlier. North Carolina App State. Well, he already teased Georgia Oregon. <laughs> hey, that's we the, can come back up to the noon slot. We'll come back to the noon slot. All right, okay? all right, all right. We can talk Colorado State, Michigan. <laughs> like everybody wants. Um, so everyone online is sexy now to say like, y'all don't count Oregon out. Don't count Oregon out. Dan Lanning used to coach there. Don't count him out. See, and I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. But like we're favored by seventeen points. Yeah, um, I just I don't see it. I don't see how Oregon. I think what I've heard is that Oregon has a good defensive line, and their O line is supposed to be pretty good. But they don't. They had a running back that transferred. They have Bo Nix, who is crap. Um, and <laughs> until he proves me wrong, he's always going to be crap. Uh, so, so, he's not a jaded Auburn. Not a not a jaded <laughs> personal at all. No. <laughs> Bo Nix left my has- sister. He sucks. <laughs> oh, Nick, my sister. He said, "Put her, put her brine panties up on the water tower." Oh man! But Georgia's still in, and even though Georgia lost all those players on defense, man, like the guys they got coming back have been playing. It's not like they've never played before. And you know, I think Kirby. It doesn't matter. It's it's like it doesn't matter who's coaching the defense. It's Kirby's defense, you know, and it's. Yeah, Dan Lanning knows the system, but you are you going to be able to prepare these players for what they're about to run into? And yeah, they may be one of the bigger Pac-12 teams, but come on, this is like, you know, you're playing the national champs. So yeah, I think it'll be close the first half, but I think third quarter, Oregon's going to start making mistakes and Georgia will pull away. Yeah, and part of that too is just the depth. And mm-hmm. that's part of, if you just look at some starting lineups, Oregon's got some guys in the starting lineup that are really good players. Mm-hmm. So that's part of why people are looking at the game and they're going like, oh, hey, I forgot that guy's at Oregon. That guy's at mm-hmm. Oregon. Like, these guys are pretty good. They're pretty talented. It, the game will be close to start with because it starts as a tie game. That's how this stuff works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they got some good players. Uh, they'll, you know, have some things schemed up because there's a lot of familiarity there. Both teams will have some things schemed up. So you may have kind of tight, low-scoring first half, you know, as everybody's mostly ready for the other team and kind of feeling a few things out. And probably in the end, Georgia pulls away. It's If it's close at halftime, you're still just one bad pick six away from that game getting sideways. So, like, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be a total 
shock if it's a really close game down to the wire or something and it's a toss-up in the fourth. But it's also not a surprise if maybe you lean on them in the second half and win by three touchdowns because you just yeah, mash them. It feels them. Like, like you're saying, like a 42-17, to 17, where it might be like 17s at halftime. And then and I, Georgia well, just shuts them down for a half and then scores. Well, here's, here's something I heard uh, Kirby talk about on the radio is that like games like this, you're not so familiar with like who's going to match up with who, but um, you know, the, Bo Nix has played Georgia three times and he's lost all three times. People forget that, you know, it's like there's, yeah, there's a lot of familiarity, but in the end it's going to be coaching. And, and uh, I don't know. I, I think Kirby has, we, we, we've yet to see what Dan Lanning is as a head coach. You got to take that yeah. into account too. This is going to be his first time. I would be. I would say I'd be considerably more concerned if this was mm-hmm. the fourth game of the season. Yeah, but seeing yeah. As or, this is or if this first... was next year for sure. Oregon, if it's year sure. two with the coach, oh, totally different, and totally they got different. things in order. But yeah, year one's going to yeah. be a struggle. It's going to be the first year dip versus the post championship hangover. So we'll find out about how bad the hangover really is. I would take Oregon against the spread. Like, I don't know if I would personally do that. I would say, hey, it's not a bad decision because 17 points is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Like, SP Plus has Georgia by 19 or 19 and a half. Like, there's, you know, analytical places that have Georgia covering that. They're pretty in line with that spread Mm -hmm. just by the numbers. But I think some of the, some interesting prop bets, I think, for this game is like what percentage of plays. Is Georgia going to run in 13 personnel or more tight ends? And then my other one would be how how far past the line or behind the line of scrimmage is Bo Nix going to wander on a roll out of the pocket? Because, <laughs> he, but he can escape the sack. He's going to escape oh the sack. I think he's gone like 30 yards before. I don't know. Maybe maybe it just feels that way. I and don't at know, that we'll point, see. it's a coin flip whether it's a positive play or not. <laughs> right. sure. It's 30 yards <laughs> throws out of bounds. Like, wow, he could have been a 30 yard sack, but now it's just like a, it's a, you know, it's a throwaway. We, we lift a fight another down. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I Nicks think finally, period. I think finally for the first time, people are going to see the fraud that Bo Nix is. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the dogs are going to be chewing on fried duck on Saturday night, you know? So that's my take. It's going to be Kevin like, is, Kevin is so ready to in, in just imbibe the Bo Nix suckiness. <laughs> So, you know, I'll just say, like, if you wanted to paint a picture of how things go well for Oregon, right? Yeah. It would be Oregon's offensive line plays well mm-hmm. and really holds up. I think their offensive line's pretty good. I don't really think they're going to win that battle, but mm-hmm. it's it's not like an impossible outcome, right? And then defensively, they do have some guys that can really wreak some havoc. They have at least one... Good Noah down Sewell. lineman. Well, it's at least one good down lineman who's pretty disruptive. And then Noah Sewell and Justin Flo, uh, mm-hmm. they're two best linebackers, both guys that Georgia and Alabama recruited very heavily that went to Oregon. Uh, they brought in a transfer <laughs> cornerback from Colorado who I haven't seen him play a whole lot, but he's like one of those guys that NFL mock draft people are already saying like, hey, this is a future first-round pick kind of guy at cornerback. They have a couple other guys at cornerback that were also guys recruited by Georgia and Alabama. They have a few young wide receivers. Like They have a lot of guys that are sophomores that haven't played a whole lot, but were really heavily coveted recruits. 
maybe those guys are still young and inexperienced, and maybe they run the wrong route, and it's pick six. Or maybe they just show up and look like track stars, and it's a big touchdown. So, you know, there's a lot of variability with new coach, new coaching staff, lots of talented but inexperienced players. So it, it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you guys think it's going to be um, a, a high penalty game for both teams? Or do you think, I don't know, I mean, those, those team, these types of games always seem, in my opinion, that, that I've watched in the past have seemed to be really high on offsides and stuff like that. So I just wanted to hear what you guys thought about that. I haven't noticed a lot of penalties in Kirby's teams. Personally, yeah, but, but this front seven's gonna be a lot of fresh faces. Yeah, you that's get Nolan Smith returning, but like, man, that's like almost a new unit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Jalen Carter too, but and those are they're all really and, talented. And Beal and all the other juniors that'll make up your two deep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, okay, it's not so bad, but still, like, <laughs> just, but you will you like know. Your, your linebackers, your middle linebackers, mm-hmm. all the young guys that haven't played, and that'll be some of your guys that are directing traffic at right and trying to get people in the right spot. You could have some guys wanting to make a play jumping off sides, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The other the other question I was thinking about was if if George is up high enough, do you think he pulls Stetson Bennett and plays one of the other guys? <laughs> no. What is this a Georgia happen. fan's wet dream over here? No, no <laughs> oh my gosh, Kirby, I want to see I Brock think, land because I, Brock land ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, yeah, sure in a blowout they'll put him in. I highly doubt we're going to put him that high. <laughs> If it's a blowout, I'm going to blow out. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't resist the dumb joke. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay, let's move on from Oregon, Georgia. Um, I'm just going to go starting at noon on Saturday. uh, Sam Houston, Texas A&M, Colorado State, Michigan, uh, NC State, East Carolina. Uh, North Carolina at App State. App State That's, is now favored. App State is huh? what? Yeah, I'm seeing the line. I see. I'm seeing toss up a lot of places there. Okay, well, it, at one point today, it went to App by like a half point. It might have gone back to a toss up. Yeah, now I see in some places UNC by one and a half. So it's basically a toss up. It's just going to keep doing that the whole week. I have an upset special for you guys. Is it? A, oh, is let's it, hear it. Is it on Saturday, or are you going to take us to like Monday? Oh, it's Monday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Okay. Auburn, Auburn, and Mercer. Mercer is going to be Mercer's favored. Well, they they should be. Is Mercer favored? Hold on. Hold on. The Bears. Mercer. The Bears. Hold on. We're starting Southern Baptist College. They don't even have a. They don't even have a line on the game. (laughs) (laughs) That means that the the Auburn's favored so much they're not allowed. We're starting. We're starting a criminal quarterback with T.J. Finley. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't. I can't remember the time. I can't remember the last time a team didn't even have a line on the game because it was that lopsided and still that won. Lopsided. Last time that happened was Stanford beating USC when Pete Carroll was there, where they really? were like they were like forty two point favorites and they took it off the board because it was so lopsided. And then Harbaugh and Stanford beat them. In case people don't remember how bad of a loss that was. <laughs> You remember that when Alabama team wasn't good. Yeah, no. so like they weren't <laughs> favored no. to beat anybody by 42. 
also another prediction for that this season. Uh, this is coming from my wife. She thinks our coach will be fired after the Georgia game, which is also Georgia's homecoming game. Um, we get blown out of that game. He's done. So, and Auburn no longer has the athletic director that hired Harson. So this is like setting up to be what I was talking about last week, where yeah. I think we're going to get some good old boy. Yes, man. in there as athletic director, and we're going to go hire the scumbag in the universe. <laughs> now, how does your wife feel about the uh, John Gruden rumors? Oh, rumors. I'll take yeah, them. I don't care. <laughs> rumors are right already in going. Alabama. You'll take. Wait, to be clear, you'll take John Gruden, not Gruden. I'll take. Correct? Yeah, I'll take them all. I don't care. Oh, oh boy. Also, I it, it, hell at this point, I'd even take Ed Odron. I mean, honestly, let's. Ed Odron, would you? Would you take Nick Saban? Yes, I would take Nick Saban. Go Tigers. <laughs> It's new town, but it's my tiger. Now, if, if Vladimir Putin and all of the Russian money offered to coach Alabama and invest all that Russian oil money, would you accept him as head coach? You mean Auburn? I would. I would, I would accept him as head coach. He knows how to lead. So Auburn plays. <laughs> Auburn will probably beat Mercer. They play San Jose State next weekend. Do they win? The Spartans. They're not yeah. bad. They're, no, they're, no, they're two and zero. Oh, Penn State. Oh, no. they're, they're going to lose Penn State. Two and yeah, one. Missouri. Yes, win. Missouri's a toss two and up. two. LSU at home. Loss, loss. Two and three. So Georgia two and four. If they lose Georgia, at Georgia, they'll so lose all They're going to be two and four. Is two and four enough to go? Can Harson maybe? Oh yes. Oh yes. There's the money. The money bag. The bag man is there. We don't I'll know where. This. If they lose to San Jose State, he's getting fired. Well, if he loses to Mercer, I'm convinced he's just trying to sabotage the season so he can get his buyout and leave and do whatever. <laughs> That's what I would do, do hell. <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me my $33 million and let me go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go back to Idaho. Boise would probably take him back in a second, too. That's true. <laughs> we like this blue-collar mindset. That's no nonsense. He ain't, he ain't worried about recruiting. Yeah, he's up there fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll pay part of his salary potatoes. Yeah. That's probably why he left. <laughs> Too many damn potatoes. That's enough with the spuds. The spuds. Uh, um. Okay. So your noon games. I guess if you're gonna watch one, watch NC State or excuse me, North Carolina at App State. Uh, wait, what's the big noon game? What are we big noon in? The big nude big, game? Big the big nude. nude. What is big nude? Is it, is it Notre Dame and Ohio State? Isn't that a game that they're playing this weekend? Ooh. Well, they do play this weekend. I don't see but... a big nude. No, but usually they don't have I'll a big you nude. Oh, uh, you promised? Okay. It's Fox <laughs> Fox at 3.30. is UTEP, Oklahoma. I, I guess they don't have don't in their whole shtick like, hey, we're the big noon Saturday. We're gonna have our premiere game in the noon slot. Mm, yeah, <laughs> normally. I guess they just uh, are. I guess they're like gonna phone it in the first week. Yeah, that's Cracker Jack. Yeah. Uh, um, there's another good three thirty game: Cincinnati at Arkansas. Yes, ooh. I was about to mention that one. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Cincinnati's gonna have a new quarterback for the first time in like a million years. Desmond um, Ritter be tearing up on the Falcons. No, tearing something. I think that's not gonna be the other team. Yeah, I think Falcons gonna be tearing up Desmond Ritter's will to live. <laughs> that's true. The only thing that franchise is capable of doing. Yes, because what he doesn't know is, even if he does well, no one cares. <laughs> He's not Mike Vick. 
I, it's like the meme. I, it's like the Jurassic Park meme with Newman sitting there on the little beach in Costa Rica and the dude's <laughs> trying to act like a spy. And Newman's like, see, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it took the Falcons inquiring about trading for Deshaun Watson for Matt Ryan to realize, huh, I wonder if I should get get, get, the, hell get the hell out of here. <laughs> We're going after it, a known sexual it, predator to, to replace it, me. It might be time. Dude, and I it is like, so funny. Anytime someone gets accused of some sort of sexual impropriety, I've been seeing tweets like the Browns have extended a contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like how Matt, much crap Arthur Blank was smoking when he decided to get into that. You know, I mean, it had to be his idea. Who are you, you know, talking hey, about? Arthur Blank get, trying to get Deshaun Watson. That had to be his idea. You know, I mean, surely I mean, God, they probably leaked it online before they did anything just to see what the buzz would be. And when yeah. they saw it was negative, they were like, mm, maybe we should. Yeah. They already don't like us. Let's it's, not do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's how uh, a lot of that stuff goes. It's like, you know, yeah. It's like the political leaks where they're like, yes. just... Uh, just leak it and feel the test the waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're 7 o'clock. Utah on the road to Florida. Yo. Yes. That's a good game Go for the Utes. evening. Heck yeah, baby. I be root- I've never rooted harder for a Pac-12 team in my life. I can't handle the humidity of the swamp. They're coming from 6,000 feet of elevation. I think they'll manage to be okay. Them jorts is going to be too tantalizing for them boys. <laughs> them boys. <laughs> you may have several sister wives, but have you ever played in 99% humidity? <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be very interested in that game. We'll that's see. What, game. Uh, Utah by three. I mean, it's basically... It's kind of a, yeah, I would say that's a fair line to set. You know, Florida needs to prove. No, well, there is some respect because Utah's a top 10 team coming in there. Yeah. Who's Utah's Giving coach? Florida some respect. Man. Kyle Whittingham. Kyle, okay, still Kyle Whittingham. He's been there for mm-hmm. years, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's a good a coach. Big, it's supposed to be yeah. a doing a good season job. for Utah. It's supposed to be a big season for Utah. We don't know if Billy Napier's a good coach or not. No, yet, we don't. Half, oh, half the fan base is already – Wanting to move on from them. What's going to be, be what's going to be hilarious if Florida loses like a really good game, like that they played well in, but they still lose because Utah's a good team, and everyone's going to be like Billy Nightbeer. They're just going to like want to crucify him. They're going to be like, I, bring back Urban Meyer. <laughs> I, I think I mean, they'll be pretty binary based on how Anthony Richardson looks. If Anthony they, Richardson looks AR-15. good, they'll be happy. If he looks bad, they will not be happy. Based on how Napier has run his offenses at Louisiana, I think he has the ability to make Anthony Richardson look good. So I think he's going to do enough ground and pound to yeah. keep defense's offense, and that takes some pressure off of Anthony Richardson's arm. You know, yeah. in the Dan Mullen system, I don't know if that you know there might have been a little more pressure on him. But uh, it, will they be yeah. able to do that against Utah? Game one, new tenure. I'm not so sure. Like Utah's pretty. Pretty physical and pretty disciplined as far as like, you know, just playing sound football at the line of scrimmage. That's how they want to play. Um, I don't know that Florida has the dudes on the offensive line right now to line up and do that. Now, when they recruit better because, you know, the bar is pretty low relative to where they should be in a year or two, they might have enough dudes to line up and do that. Right. And you might get mm-hmm. like Anthony Richardson in like a Gus Malzahn style, just give me a good athletic quarterback and run it a bunch. They might be tough, but I don't know. Game one, I'm not so sold. 
Um, also hoping they lose by like four touchdowns, but that's uh, a, a hope, not an well, expectation. Yeah. Another notable game, 30 minutes after that start, Notre Dame does play Ohio State top five matchup on ABC. Yeah, um, top five-ish. Top five-ish. Yeah. It's only top five because Notre Dame is ranked fifth, but Ohio State is favored by a lot and by many people are considered. How much is it, 21? Best, the best offense in the country. Sorry? And, and Notre is Dame is breaking in 17. a new coach too, you know? Yeah. Like, What's the how's this guy gonna be as a head coach? And it's coach, on the so. road for Notre Dame. Yeah. Now he still has to be recruiting well. The the one thing they have going for them too, as far as the new coach, is mm-hmm. it's an internal hire. Yeah. And the yeah. the only times we've ever seen new coaches kind of take over and have like a good solid ten win team year one kind of thing is pretty much only with an internal hire. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that they could be ready game one. They could also be ready game one and lose that game by three touchdowns because Ohio State may be so good on offense, it doesn't matter. True. Um, Let me see. That'll be a good game to watch. That's a two-screener right there, right? Um, That's pretty much it. for. I mean, Boise State, Oregon State. The West Pac-12 at night, if you're into that. Turn it on, I guess. Pac-12 after dark, baby. After dark, yeah. Uh, Sunday, Florida State plays LSU. At 7.30 in the Superdome in New Orleans. Brian um, Kelly and his family. My family. Gonna they be get to take the field. We're going to make some gumbo <laughs> out of them boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to. Sorry, he can't, he can't make any jokes about teams whose mascot is an indigenous people group. You just can't do it. <laughs> We're going to spin them out. <laughs> No, you know, oh, you know, you know that Kevin's gonna say it. Jeez Louise! Uh, oh man! Play neck, play neck. <laughs> uh, LSU's favored by three. Oh really? That's it? Yeah, yeah. Like I, mean, I know LSU's been under. This is a game where, like, I just want to watch to see how the teams look because I don't know what they are. Yeah, I, I mean LSU was bad the last two years, like legit bad. And they had a lot of players leave. So, like, that team does not have the depth of talent you would normally have out of an LSU team. There's some similarities to the Oregon team we talked about where you have some, like, high-end talent. You got, you know, some guys where it's like, yeah, they're serious dudes. They're going to be first-round picks. They can really play. But it gets pretty dicey pretty quick down the depth chart, I think. Right. That combined with a new coach. They also have a really good defensive line, and there's a chance that their defensive line just like completely wrecks shop, and nothing else in the game matters because Florida State scores three points. Like, that's a real possibility. I have seen Florida State only score three points many times, so I could definitely. It, yeah, it's happened. Yeah. What I mean, happens what? when a uh, when a somewhat a, uh, I can't come up with it. Sorry. What happens I'm when the stop? Here. Force meets the movable object. Yeah, that's what we'll I was find out say. on Sunday that's night. Was, yeah, that was what I was trying to say. I thought you were trying to make a Seminole Nation joke again. No, 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 no. Like, it's just savory. It, it's just two meth teams running into each other in the Superdome. It like is. A lot it is of that. It is. South it is games. two. It is two meh teams running into each other. <laughs> and it's, yeah, some NFC South special. And, and last but not least, <laughs> the game that we're all looking forward to to finish off opening weekend uh, on Monday night at 8 p.m. We get to watch Clemson play Georgia Tech in the Mercedes-Benz Anus Super Slaughter Down Stadium. Y'all remember no, when so. that was a rivalry? Oh yeah, it was great. I mean, I Clemson remember Tech. going to games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I remember going to games and Georgia Tech would beat the shit out of Clemson like four or five years in a row. And there were some great games, but now it's just totally turned just like everything else with Georgia Tech. <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, they've got Kevin, let me stop you right there. It's yeah. not going to be interesting because they have also eliminated <laughs> the line from this game. You're not allowed to place bets because Clemson is so heavily favored. <laughs> so it's not going to be interesting. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting for like five minutes, you know. <laughs> It, Those five minutes being the coin toss and the captain's yeah. chicken heads. Exactly. <laughs> it will be interesting to see if How Clemson's the- offense is functional or not this year. <laughs> it's a totally a one-sided interest. It's like the interest you get from watching a spring game. You're like, oh, is this guy going to be good this year? It's purely academic. So, nothing and, about the results It's interesting the like, like when you're watching a possum cross the road. And you're wondering how splat is this truck going to make this possible? <laughs> last year, um, last year Georgia Tech lost to Clemson fourteen to eight. They should have beat them, but they didn't. That's true. Um, I guess I am. They, this year they have so Jeff Sims is coming back for quarterback. Yes, they lost Jameer Gibbs. They also have a guy named Jordan Mason, who's a really good rusher. They also have a good wide receiver named Malachi Carter. Um, and then the question is, you know can they get out of their own damn way with the penalties to stay with Clemson? And then on defense, who the hell knows how they're going to be. They've got Georgia tech has seven new coaches on staff this year. Uh, so obviously if shit goes South again, three and nine, you know, then uh, Jeff Collins can take his waffle house and <laughs> skip on out of town. Can go back to whatever Rocky crawled out of. Take um, his Waffle House hash browns and all the graphic designers yeah. that have uh, corner offices the four in that four building is closed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and Clemson is DJ Uyunglele. Is he has he gotten better? You know, no, and, he has not. But <laughs> but he's gotten richer, Scott. The offensive line won't be any worse. It'll probably be mm-hmm. a little bit better. Yeah, Chipley, their good running back, will. You know, it's at least healthy now. It probably won't yeah. miss most of the season again. Um, the defense wide receiver, has be good there too. The yeah. defense is good. Yeah, yeah. Wide Brian receiver, Brzee. they might be a little bit better. So there's a chance that offensively, it'll be a little bit better at offensive line, a little bit better at running back, a little bit better at receiver. Enough so where you can take a lot of pressure off DJ, and the fact that he's just whatever yeah. may not matter. And also, they have a true freshman guy that by the middle of the season might take that job because EJ is one of those guys with good throw ball, far skills and nothing else. Yep. So well, really I'll, be, good I'll at... be at the game. Uh, Cause uh-huh. I like to suffer, um, you know, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I'll have, you know, that, uh, 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 the Diego, the sea lion from the Georgia Aquarium has picked the Georgia tech yellow jackets to win the matchup. Hell, maybe he can line up and play, you know, <laughs> I will say, I was looking at, because I saw Clemson was ranked preseason four, and I'm looking at their schedule. This is a kick-ass schedule for Clemson, y'all. And so yeah. the, has, the usual. They, they, got, they got three games to basically, it's preseason. Georgia Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech, and then, yeah, some tougher ACC games, Wake Forest, NC State, Boston College, Florida State, and, uh, and then Notre Dame, and then that's it. Louisville, Miami, South Carolina at the end. And Georgia Tech literally has zero wins on the schedule. Maybe Western Carolina. So after Clemson, they got Western Carolina, then Ole Miss, then they go to UCF. They're at Pittsburgh. They go. They play Duke at home, Virginia at home. They're at Florida State. They're at Virginia Tech. Then they got Miami, North Carolina, and Georgia. So really, that looks like another 
maybe three win if they're I lucky. See, I see one win. <laughs> yeah. Maybe two, Duke. If I can, yeah. I can put it together. Duke could be real bad, so I think yeah. Tech's favored over Duke for sure. Where's the yeah. third win getting eked out? Where's our but, third win? Is it UCF? Oh, no, it's not. It's going to be... It Virginia, it's maybe they can't Virginia win that game. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's at UCF, so the bounce house is going to be lit. Is it Virginia? <laughs> maybe. But they've they've had so many close games with those, you know, guys. ESPN's already slotted them in at 7.30 on October 20th. It's prime time. Uh-huh. Lol. Uh-huh. That must so. be a really bad week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's prime you know time it. ESPN on over 20th. Maybe Jeff Collins can sell a third win by saying, well, you know, we really beat, you know, our, our complacency in the lock in the workout room this year, really beat all the naysayers. He's, he's the greatest used car salesman in the world, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, most, I feel like most of these coaches are kind of like that, you know, but him especially. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. He has yet to prove he can coach very well at all. I mean, and I don't know. It's I'm I'm tired of watching the train wreck to be honest with you, but that's just the way that's the lot in life for people who are Georgia Tech fans. So, you know, I've had to experience it firsthand because my dad went there and my sister went there. So I defected and went to Auburn so I could get away from that. <laughs> I would have gone to Georgia had I gotten into Georgia, but you, you know, know what though, Kevin? Such is life. You can't choose your family, but you can choose your future. <laughs> I can choose my future. <laughs> That'll tweet right there. That sounds like a Hallmark card. <laughs> yeah, sounds like something. That sounds like a, a Georgia Tech shirt worn at practice. <laughs> <laughs> they, sounds they like Morpheus have, came up with that. You need to have more like SEC football themed Hallmark cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like quasi sappy, but really You farm. just mean yeah. more to me. Yeah, you, you just, just mean more to me. me. Like <laughs> Nick Saban's Father's Day cards. Who's your daddy, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, this is well, a fun game to play. That's the whole. That's the whole weekend. We went through the whole slate. But overall, it should be it should be fun, man. It's it just good, good to have it back, you know. And because uh, I'm I'm getting I'm getting towards my tipping point of being tired of baseball again. So you know. No, I'm not tired of baseball yet. We got I haven't even checked the score of the Braves game. Right now. It's it's now. Uh, what? Come on, score! It is now. Oh, they hadn't shown it yet. It's it's two still, to three, we're losing. Yeah. Three to two, bottom of the sixth. Yeah. I gotta say, the other night when there was the Kenley Jansen uh, wild pitch walk, hit by pitch, walk in the winning run combo, I was like, yeah, I'm ready for football. Yeah. That did it. Yeah. It's like, I had enough. I'm tired of chasing the Mets. You know, it's like, come on. Tired of chasing the Mets, y'all. We just embarrassed them last year. Let's wait a second. We have an opportunity to really, really stick a dagger in them. The last we can absolutely break their psyche. We could break them. The last series of the year is against the Mets, and if as long as we keep it one and a half, two games back, one if we sweep and win the series, yeah, we we sweep sweep that series. Because we're the playoffs either way. Like, are we're like so Mm -hmm. far ahead in the wild card? What what do we got? Like twenty? Is it twenty something games left? Uh, something like that. It's not a lot. Um. Hey man, if we shit the bed really hard and the Phillies somehow catch some momentum with Bryce Harper back in the lineup, we might give up a wild card spot to them. Eight saying. and a half games is a lot of games. We'd have to <laughs> we're, really... yeah. And even it, then, we're in second place and we'd do a play-in game Okay, with the Phillies. I, like If you look at the playoff odds, it never, ever, ever lists 100 until it is officially clinched. 
but we're listed as greater than 99.9% chance. So, so they're going to be in the playoffs. playoffs. People Never tell me the odds. People need to relax. Now, if any city Speaking, was going to do that .01, it would be Atlanta. Yeah. Speaking of odds, who are people's uh, preseason Heisman favorites? Who you got? Got to be Bama to repeat. Uh, oh, Heisman, from Bama. Heisman favorites. That's what I'm saying. The guy at Bama. Oh, you think Bryce Young? No. Yeah. What, what about what about the? Is it CJ Stroud at Ohio Stroud. State? It, it's oh, Stroud. Be, yeah, it's Stroud. Yeah, it's got to be Stroud. Think, what if what if Ohio you, State loses the game? It's you know the voters. Yeah, because I mean they're going to be in the playoffs, so like they're not going to penalize them unless they lose two games. I could keep him out, but it's not going to happen. That's I mean, that's not gonna the person they really need to be focusing in on is Stetson Bennett, man, the mailman. Uh, if Stetson doesn't get an invite to New York, Listen, don't he just, damn, if they don't make a damn movie about Stetson, I mean, that just he. That, I told him. Yeah, I said it last week. His yeah. story is better than Rudy. He will not get a movie like Rudy did because he didn't play him, for the him and Nick Foles. Him and Nick Foles would need a need a movie, you know. Yes. They're not, they're not going to give Nick Foles a movie because they could person. call it Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll approve. Hey, like, yeah, he Philly, Philly with his big old willy. <laughs> <laughs> Never have to buy a cheesesteak again. No, nope. I showed her my Philly special. <laughs> I showed her the Philly special. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't know. I I've been thinking more about the whole Stetson Bennett thing. I, you know, I think it's good that he's going to start for Georgia this year. I'm not going to be that upset if they feel, you know, if Carson Beck or Brock Vandegrift really comes on, especially in garbage time, you know, because I've seen what those guys can do throwing the ball. And it's more impressive watching the ball come out of their hands. No, it's not everything about the quarterback position, as Scott said about DJ Uyongale. But, you know, I don't know. It's like the biggest separating factor between Georgia and Alabama has got to be quarterback. You know, maybe what needs to happen is Stetson just needs to come across a super fan like the chick from Misery, and then Carson Beck and, and uh... <laughs> there's some bitty down in like way across <laughs> Georgia who's like, man, if I just get my hands on Stetson, I'd break his cute little legs and keep him by my house forever. Oh my God. <laughs> he could give me he could give me the good morning America every Saturday morning. <laughs> he could give me a good morning every day. <laughs> Y'all know it's that mailman delivers county. That's Ware County. Somewhere down there. Uh he did tell people he was from uh you know, he's been listed as being from Blackshear, Georgia, because he played at Pierce County High School. But he told people he's from Nahunta, which no one from Nahunta wants to tell people they're from Nahunta. You Nay don't Hunter. tell people you're from Nahunta. I've been to all these small towns, y'all. Hey, have you ever been to Irwinville, Georgia, and Irwin County? I've been to Irwin County. I've been to Irwinton. I've been to Irwinton. Yeah. yeah, I did a bachelor party there. We rode ATVs. We were there at the same bachelor party, weren't we, Justin? No. We were. was that not Richie's? So apparently, that was, I wasn't there. That was my, that's that was the brother. town. That's the town where Jefferson Davis was hunted down and surrendered. <laughs> Irwin County. Irwin oh, County. <laughs> Man, that place is a. I know. That place is a. It's the wilderness. Let's just say that's, that. That's my county, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other things we want to say before we wrap? I was going. Oh, I had a Heisman thought. I think CJ Stroud's going to win it. My sexy pick to make money on the Heisman betting is actually Will Anderson. One, because I think he actually is the best player in college football this year. And he probably deserves it, but he won't because he plays deep. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to see him actually winning it playing defense, especially in a year. Yeah, especially in a year where you're going to have big name quarterbacks on the two preseason favorites that will probably be in the playoffs. It's just hard. It's hard to win it two years in a row because you get held to such a high standard. Like if you win it one year and you come back and the next year you throw a single interception People are like, oh, this guy's really falling off. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not realistic. But that's what See, happens. Scott, right? you're, you, you are exactly the kind of person Bryce Young was talking about that have just doubted him his whole life. Yep. So all uh, you're yep. doing is fueling the fire in Bryce mm-hmm. Young. Do you, do you guys think a running back will ever win it again? That's a good yeah, at some point. I think so. Yeah. But it won't happen often. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think. I think maybe when you get playoff expansion, you'll mm-hmm. have a little bit of wiggle room for some of that stuff to open back up. Because right now, they, it like has to be a quarterback on one yeah. of the top four teams. And especially the way that the top four teams have separated, one or two or three of those teams are going to have big-time quarterbacks. But if you got like a 12 or 16, yeah. then you got room for the best running back in the country to put up 2,000 yards and drag his team to the playoffs and maybe you got a chance again. I think it'd be much more fascinating if they would give the awards out after the playoffs instead of the end of regular season. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, Cause we see all the best performances during the playoffs, you know? So I don't know, but it is what it is. They, yeah. haven't, they haven't done anything to my liking yet. So why would they start now? <laughs> right. well, one, I think one last thing we should talk about before we hit hang up is, um, you know, you think they ought to keep trotting out Lee Corso to game day? I mean, oh, that's right. No, no. Probably. I wasn't able to watch, but all I, y'all were messaging about it, and apparently it was it was hard to watch. Like part of that might have been the the latency because he was stuck at home. Yeah, you know? and not having Kirk there to help him. Yeah, but, yep. but I don't know. He's eighty nine, right? Yeah, it's like at what point? Like I, I could see you bring him at the end to do the mascot head thing, but. It's just too much, man. Like he's, you know, the engine's running, but nobody's behind the wheel. You know, I, I understand that they have a lot of producers, and this is going to sound really stupid to say. There's no way they haven't tossed the idea of just doing a pre-recorded segment with him. Yeah. So I know that idea's probably been tossed out there. So whoever's in charge needs to just executive mandate. We are doing pre-recorded segments with Lee Corso. If you want him on game day, there is no more live. Because at some point it's like this isn't. It can't. It's not, it's embarrassing for him and his family yeah, too. Yeah, it's probably. like why would you want to do that? I mean, even if it's his, like, hey, he's got a, he's an adult. He has agency. He gets a yeah. say in it. Sure, but it's your show. It's like watching get, Joe Biden you know do I mean? college game day. I mean, come on. <laughs> God. <laughs> Listen, man, let me tell you something. All of Cole Myers of West Virginia, they're tough. I gotta beat Alabama, fifty-six. The two. They're gonna win the Mac championship. <laughs> I apologize. That was a really bad Joe Biden. I hope the essence was captured, but if, not, if the voice was bad. You gotta say man more. You got come on, man. Listen, come on, gotta, come on, man. I'm gonna tell you I something. grew up in West Virginia. <laughs> uh, I thought he was from Delaware. He's from hey, Delaware, West Virginia, it's all the same, right? I'm from, Scr- I'm from Scr- let me tell you about old grandpa Billy Scranton, Pennsylvania said Joe. I don't know. He doesn't know what he's talking about half the time, so why, why would I if I'm impersonating him? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Sorry, Joe. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.
Ha, ha, ha.